Welcome back to Cycle Wisdom, where we empower women to restore natural menstrual cycles, to improve health, and promote fertility. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Minger, and I'm so glad you're listening today. On today's episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about goal setting, especially when it comes to your health goals. Now, since it's the beginning of a new year, many of us have made a New Year's resolution or have set goals for our health. Maybe some of you aren't into resolutions, but just hoping to aim for better overall health this year. So I want to share a couple of things today as far as ways that getting both your physical and emotional health under better control can impact not only your overall well-being, but specifically your hormonal health and your fertility health. I recently had a new client come in to see me, and we'll call her Leah. Now, I know that she had contacted us probably about four months ago, and Leah originally had an appointment on the books, and then canceled it, and then rescheduled it, and then canceled it again. And so I saw her just last week, and I said, I'm so glad you're here, but I just need to know what finally helped you make the decision to come in and take care of your menstrual cycle concerns. Leah smiled and said to me, this is the year that I am finally going to get my hormones under control, and I know I need help with that. I was so impressed by her confidence in putting that statement out there and knowing that Leah can take control back of her hormones and have a better understanding of her cycles. I'm so excited to work together with our team in a way that impacts not only Leah's hormonal health, but also her emotional health and helping encourage her to prioritizing herself and make a difference this year. The most important piece of this whole process for her is knowing that her health is a priority now, when she is still a young woman, and I know how much that is going to positively impact what happens to her hormone health and her overall physical health in the coming years. So let's talk a little bit about setting goals when it comes to working with our team from a standpoint of expectations. In today's world of medicine and quick fixes, everyone wants their hormones to be fixed quickly and easily. However, we know that for most women, their hormones didn't shift overnight. So getting them back to a good place is not going to happen overnight either. We know that health in general, and especially your hormone health, is impacted by so many different factors on a daily basis. Now, I know we've talked in the past on other episodes about the importance of lifestyle changes, but I just wanted to go through a couple of those pieces again today as well as discuss some other things that can impact your hormonal health from a standpoint of overall general wellness. So the first piece we pay attention to is maintaining a healthy weight, getting regular exercise, and adequate nutrition. It is important to understand that you can't exercise too much or too little. You can't eat too much or too little. And also what you eat and how you exercise makes a big difference. It does ultimately become a fine balance of maintaining that healthy weight to make sure that your body is optimally able to function, but also that your metabolism is in a good place to be able to make a positive impact on your hormone levels. Another thing that's important is getting enough sleep. Sleep is optimal not only for your overall fatigue levels, but also for helping to make sure that your cortisol levels are stable, that your thyroid remains in good health, and that your body has time to reset overnight. All of these things have an impact on all of your other hormone levels as well. And the final piece that I'm going to just touch on today when it comes to talking about lifestyle modification is management of your stress levels. 
Now, unfortunately, no one has yet found that magic switch to just turn off your stress. But I really cannot underscore enough the importance of finding ways to manage your stress levels such that they are not impacting your hormone health. Now, stress can be anything from a stressful situation that's happening chronically. This can be things like negative stress, which are more obvious, but they also can include good stressors like a promotion at work or having a baby, moving to a new home or getting married. All of these things can cause some stress levels in our bodies. Managing your stressors with regular exercise, getting enough sleep, mindfulness techniques, meditation, yoga, prayer, going for a quiet walk, whatever it is for you that helps reduce and manage stress in your world is so impactful when it comes to your overall hormonal health. The other things that I want to talk about that we haven't really dug into a whole lot yet on this podcast would be different medication and environmental things that can impact your hormone levels. Now, the first thing I want to talk about are prescription medications. Now, please do not stop any of your prescription strength medications abruptly without consulting with a licensed healthcare professional because there can be withdrawal side effects or other reasons for staying on those medications. Overall, I want you to understand if your medication is one that can cause any hormonal shifts to know are there any alternatives and what other options you may have when it comes to treating your medical conditions. So the first and most obvious group of medications that can cause a hormonal shift are any hormones that you're currently taking in any way, whether that's a pill, a patch, a cream, or in a device. So any hormonal birth control, hormone replacement therapy, any implanted devices like an IUD, all of these are included as things that can shift your hormone levels longer term. The other thing that has been a lot more common lately would be hormone pellets that are injected under the skin. Now, if these pellets aren't being managed appropriately by a healthcare professional who does ongoing lab evaluation, this can play a huge role in your overall hormone health. The other area that we can see some troubles are with prescription medications that are prescribed for other health reasons. For example, there are some medications used to treat high blood pressure, diabetes, facial hair growth, or even acne that can cause troubles from a hormone imbalance standpoint based on how they work in your body. The other interesting one that I always like to talk about is allergy medications. Now, allergy meds don't necessarily directly impact your hormone levels, but they can change your biomarkers that we see, specifically with changing your cervical mucus observations. So if you're somebody who is chronically taking an antihistamine medication like Claritin, Zyrtec, Allegra, or other medicines that are designed to dry up mucus in your sinuses, guess what? It's going to also dry up mucus from your cervix. This will decrease the amount of mucus that you're seeing, which can lead to some troubles as far as fertility concerns, as well as difficulties with just identifying when you have that ovulation window. So just being aware that just because you're on a prescription strength medication that was prescribed by somebody, please know that these medications can have an impact on your overall hormonal health and fertility. So let's shift gears a little and talk about medications or supplements that are available over the counter. Now, there are so many supplements out there that promise to fix all of your problems. 
This supplement will help melt away fat. This one will help get rid of your PMS, and that one will stop your mood swings or hot flashes or whatever the case may be. The FDA does not approve any supplements, and because of this, the potency of anything that's listed as a vitamin or supplement is not verified as universal. So, for example, if you have a supplement that says you're getting 10 milligrams of whatever the active ingredient is, there may actually be a significant variance in that based on the particular company or batch of the supplement you are getting. I also see plenty of vitamins that don't list any sort of number as to how much they actually state they are giving in a particular dose. The other thing to keep in mind is the absorption of any meds or supplements and how you're getting that medication into your body. For example, if you're taking a medication as a pill by mouth, know that the absorption of that medication is going to depend upon how well your GI tract is functioning. Are you taking it along with other medications or supplements or vitamins that may be impacting that absorption in your stomach? That can play a role as well. If you're getting a medication into your body through your skin or topically, know that it takes a much longer time for that medicine to get to your bloodstream. And by the time it gets to the blood, it is typically available in a much smaller amount than what was actually applied to the skin. For example, when we look at absorption rates of different formulations of the same dosage of progesterone and compare topical versus oral administration, the oral dose reaches the bloodstream in about two to three times the quantity of the topical progesterone. Injectable progesterone is even higher, typically about two to three times the level of oral progesterone. One of the most common things I see women taking when they come to see me is any version of an over-the-counter product marketed as a progesterone supplement. When you look at the active ingredients, the most common one listed as the progesterone component is wild yam extract. However, wild yam does not contain any progesterone and it does not convert to progesterone in your body. Now, I'm not saying it won't help with your symptoms, but please know that taking this supplement cream is definitely not the same as if you are taking an actual prescribed bioidentical progesterone. So when we think about any supplement, I would just encourage people to understand that although they may help with some menstrual cycle symptoms you may be experiencing, that if you truly have a progesterone deficiency, typically the supplements that you get as far as the -the over-the-counter versions of progesterone supplementation are not going to be in high enough quantities or you are not going to absorb them well enough to be able to really make a big difference in your symptoms. So the final broad category I want to talk a little bit about is environmental exposures. And for people that have environmental exposures, it can be hard to understand all the long-term impacts. And we are only now starting to learn some of the exposures that these chemicals can have, not only on our overall health, but specifically on our hormonal and reproductive health. Certainly, staying away from any known chemical carcinogens like pesticides or chemicals sprayed on plants or lawns, but also things like tobacco and illicit drug use, all of which have some negative byproducts that can create free radicals. These free radicals can be very detrimental for your long-term health, but specifically when it comes to your hormones, fertility, and reproductive health. I also recommend paying attention to your cosmetic products, cleaning products, foods that you're eating, and trying to keep things organic whenever it's reasonably and financially feasible to do so. All of these things can make a big difference in your long-term physical and reproductive health goals. 
Now, I know like this can seem like a lot to navigate, but that's really where making that commitment to your health can make a huge difference. So often we get really focused on making sure that we eat organic or that we aren't putting toxic chemicals into our body or make sure that our children are exposed to only all the right things. And oftentimes we end up not really prioritizing ourselves and our own health. And so today, I not only give you permission, but I would implore you to take your health seriously. You only have one life to live. You only have this one body and you have to get it right. I can't stress enough the importance of working together with a healthcare team that understands what's going on with your hormonal health, as well as helps get you back to a more natural cycle wherever possible. Most importantly, you should be working on your health goals with someone who has an awareness of where these potential risk factors may be in order to help you minimize your exposures where possible. When we look at hormone health, we focus on making sure that your cycles are happening regularly and minimizing your symptoms. But I also pay attention to where we can prevent other longer-term risk factors for your quality of life. Some of the big things that we look at are in regards to prevention of osteoporosis, prevention of heart disease and stroke, prevention of cancer, and all of these things begin with your hormones. Optimizing your hormone health now can make a huge impact on your overall health long into the future. In the next few weeks, my podcast episodes are going to focus on different hormones, and we're going to break it down each week as far as what role each hormone plays in your body, as well as how to optimize those hormones specifically. I can't wait to share more with you so that you can really understand how all of these hormones play a role on a day-to-day basis in your life. If you're ready to start working with our elite team of healthcare professionals, go to our website, radiantclinic.com, to schedule a free discovery call with me and learn more about our package-based pricing for healthcare. We customize your treatment plan and include options to access a hormone coach, fertility awareness charting experts, a registered dietitian, a health coach, and of course, all the medical care you need from me as a board-certified physician. We are currently able to see people for in-person appointments in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa area, or can arrange for a telehealth visit if you live in the state of Iowa. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please share this podcast with someone in your life who would benefit from our services. Remember to subscribe to this podcast for more empowering content. I sincerely appreciate your support, and I look forward to sharing more with you on our next episode of Cycle Wisdom.